Hello and welcome. My name is Nicole. I'm a yoga teacher, and this is your podcast all around the topics of yoga, health, mindfulness, and personal growth. I am so excited i can finally share with you the interview that i am so so happy about that i had the chance to get with Mette Skjavek, who is the founder of Karma Me You. And the Danish listeners amongst you probably know her and they definitely know Karma Me You. It's a Danish skincare brand. It's one of my absolute favorites. And I still cannot believe that I had the chance to yeah, get this interview with Mette and it's really super, super interesting. And we talk a lot about skincare, of course, and she shares her top tips on how to maintain and get beautiful skin. We talk a lot about the founding of her company and she just in general shares a lot about her life, about the years that she worked as a model. And in general, I just found her to be such an inspiring and kind woman. And before we get started, I have to quickly mention something else though, because I started a new project called Yoga Before Work. If you're not following me on Instagram already, then you might not have heard about it yet. And Yoga Before Work are daily Instagram yoga live classes that I'm currently doing just on Instagram at yoga by Nicole underscore. Every morning at seven before work, we meet there. And just for 20 minutes, I'll guide you through some deep breathing and stretching and feeling into the body, connecting with your mind to just set the perfect foundation for your day ahead. And of course, I would love to see you there. The feedback that I've been getting so far is so, so nice and makes me so happy. And yeah, I would love if I could support you in just building somewhat more of a morning routine for yourself and do that daily check-in with yourself. So I hope I'll see you there at yoga by Nicole underscore. But Now let's get started with the interview. I hope you will enjoy it. Hi Meta, thank you so much for sitting here with me in your beautiful home. I'm so happy you're having me and that you take the time to be Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and One thing I was uh, super interested from the beginning is when you answered me when I reached out to you that you also did a yoga teacher training. Yeah. And so I would love to hear where did you do that and when was that? Well, the, the quick short in a way was uh, growing up in the south of Denmark at the age of 16, 15 actually. I won supermodel of the world in Denmark and that just became this uh, surfboard into the world of 10 years working as a model. And at first I went to Milan and then to Tokyo and then to London and then to New York. And in New York, uh, that's where I met yoga. And I've always been a really busy bee in my head. I have tons of energy. And uh, when I wake up in the morning, my head is already like boom, on the run. Um, so what really attracted me to yoga, uh, I think, was especially the mental part of how it suddenly gave me some tools to really calm my mind and to really focus into things. I really like the physical part of it as well, but I'm really hypermobile. So it's actually not the best training for me. When I do yoga, I have to do it with Pilates in mind. So I don't overstretch my joints. 
Um, then I worked for 10 years, yeah, uh, traveling as a model. And for the seven years where I had my base in New York, uh, I regularly did yoga and my heart really opened to the whole concept of natural health. Um, so basically the belief of that everything we do will uh, inevitably affect how we feel in our mind. Um, so the more we can treat the body with respect, the happier the mind can be. And I love that thought. Mm -hmm. So natural health is sleep, breathing, eating, drinking, learning, aromatherapy. It's this big umbrella of all these beautiful things um, readily available to us in nature and in life. Mm -hmm. um, and that was kind of like the two tracks of my life during that time was doing the modeling within the fashion industry and traveling a lot. But then in my spare time, it was all about natural health making aromatherapy candles, perfume blends, tea blends, experimenting a lot with food, studying a lot. And that really was a very good um, contrast for me to this rather strange, sometimes fashion industry. Mm -hmm. Then when I came back to Denmark in 99, I decided to start the company, Karma Miu, uh, together with my girlfriend. A word put together of three, Karma, which of course comes from yoga as well and the Buddhist belief that everything we do comes back to us. Um, M-E for Meta and J-U for Julie. So Kamameyu was founded. And at the same time, I started doing yoga in Copenhagen and uh, with this great teacher called Klaus. And uh, at one point he said to me, I'm going to do my last um, team of training. I'm going to educate the last people from then on. I won't educate anymore. And I so badly want you to take that education. I said, but I can't. I've just become a mom. I have my company. Uh, it's not possible time-wise. And he said, but I'll make it possible. I'll help you. You know, part of it you can do from home. And then I just love saying yes in life. I, I much prefer it than saying no. Um, so that was in maybe 2000 or 2001. Uh, I took the whole training course. Very much founded around Hatha yoga. So just the simple in a way basic uh, yoga and again it was great because it expanded my mind it taught me a lot more about the yoga but I've never actually practiced as a teacher because I have been very busy being a mom and having the company um, but I've uh, done it with my friends and with my children and have used them that way and I think there was a side of me because that I had always had this um, insecure job as a model when does it end you know how long will it last you know and then I started the company that was the same sort of thing will this happen will this will this ever work out so I always had this feeling like oh, I'd like to have an education for example as a yoga teacher or as a hairdresser or something where if the world should go crazy I could pack up my kids and run off to another country and put a sign in the sand and say yoga five dollars and I'd be going. Mm -hmm. So I think it was part of my security plan as well mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah. There were so many things. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, one thing that I was wondering when you talked about uh, you were in New York and you got a lot into aromatherapy and so on and discovered the yoga and it is quite a contrast to the modeling you also said that yourself and how do you think were you able to separate that or to find the beauty in, in these things and also the resources? How did you kind of like get started to learn about these things? 
Well, I always say that there's a farmer's wife inside my body. Okay. So I'm, I've always been attracted to nature. I've always loved growing plants in my apartment in New York. It was like a greenhouse. I ended up having mice and all the birds lived on my windowsill because the, there was just a lot of life in there. And my friends loved hanging out there. It was a tiny little apartment, but it was just like a greenhouse. So it's definitely a natural part of my childhood. My parents were always uh, very much into gardening and we had the greenhouse with uh, the melons and the tomatoes and the cucumbers and I can smell them all still. Mm. So I think that's just a natural side of me. Then I think the fashion industry is great because you travel a lot and you get to know a lot of different people. You. Um, Every single day you go to work, it's a new team, so you have to really learn to adapt. But there's some serious part missing of like expanding your mind and your knowledge. Mm -hmm. And then I think with the natural interest within nature, uh, it just meant that uh, this was really in the beginning of the, the green wave that we're in now, but all these health food stores was really, I was like sucked into them and I could go in there for hours looking at all the different raw foods and the teas and the everything. Mm. So it just came natural and, and it very much leads on to what I work with today with the skincare. Mm. It's the same story really and it's the same uh, focus and the same aim to optimize uh, body and skin. And within Camomile Skincare we have um, both this, this concept we call No Beauty Without Truth where we're never going to try to make the customer believe that a cream is going to fix all your problems. You need to start from the inside. And then I really like to see the skin as our leather, uh, the leather on a boot. So you can really take good care of the leather and you can keep it moist and subtle and clean and well taken care of. But most of it starts from the inside. So, uh, so I think that it was just really a way for me to also keep my mind in development, which I always thought was super important, but I didn't know at the time that I would go back to Denmark and work with it. Mm. So so then how did you actually get started with the brand? You already explained a bit with your friend at that time, but you're still running it together, the company, no. or no, not no. anymore? No, uh, okay. she's my best friend still, mm -hmm. thank God. Mm -hmm. uh, but Julie stopped in 2008, actually before we started the skincare. So um, we, uh, I got to know Julie back in the Supermodel of the World competition, um, which uh, she was one of the other contestants. Mm -hmm. And we just really uh, was a great match as friends. And we share a lot of the same uh, preferences for, you know, how to eat and drink or laugh or party or sleep or whatever. So we just always had a great time together. And especially also the creative side of us is something that we shared. Julie is an incredible painter. She can paint the most incredible faces. And where for me, I was more broad. I was writing poems and making graphic patterns. And so I was sewing a lot and I'd made a lot of clay and taken a lot of pictures and made tons of scrapbooks. and. Um, already before I moved back from New York, we were like, oh, we should make a company. We should make a company and our focus should be redefining wellness. Like taking all the things that are already in the market, but making them even better. So for example, a blanket, like why is a blanket always a bit too short? 
You know, why can it never fully wrap around the neck and the shoulders and under the feet? Let's make it two and a half meters long. Well, why does the bathrobe have to stop at the knee? What about the poor last part of the leg? You know, like why should the pockets sit like in front of the bathrobe? They should be on the sides. So we were always working within this thought of optimization and then always within the, the thought of um, everything soft, comfortable, uh, lush, you know, just everything to stimulate the senses really. And uh, yeah, so we just started from scratch and of course our family and everybody was like, what, you're going to make a company, but you don't know anything about it. You know, how to run a business, how to be a, a, a good leader, uh, how to, you know, pay the salary, do the holiday calculations. Like, and we're like, yeah, we'll learn. And we decided actually, because we both had the financial stability from working as a model, as working as models, that the first four years was our training. So instead of going to school, we said we can take four years to really mold uh, this idea and really find our core of what we want to work with without having money as an issue. So of course it wasn't like we were having uh, lobsters for lunch. You know, we were still trying to really um, make it a little profitable business, but it wasn't like the main focus. And I think that was great because if we had already from day one had to think, we have to make money, we have to make a salary for ourselves. We would have, it would have been difficult to be so free as we were because uh, we were really free we were like oh let's try that let's try that every time we met a new supplier with new fabrics or new materials we we're like oh let's make a collection of this and this of that and that so we've just really experimented a lot and had a great time you know when i look back now i was like god it's almost like it would be a perfect book of two um, young women just mm -hmm. embarking into life mm -hmm. And uh, we would work all night, but then sleep during the day. And, you know, we were just so free. Mm -hmm. Then after four years, we we're like, okay, now it has to be a proper business. Now it's, it's important. Of course, we left school uh, when we were very young. And, uh, and it was important to really start to manifest um, a solid career going forward. And, yeah. But that wasn't when she left, that was later no. then, right? Then. Yeah, then, um, yeah then, then it started becoming a little bit more of a train, you know, that once it's starting to, to, to drive the train, you know, it really starts going. You have to go to the fairs, you, you know, it becomes much more serious, everything, mm -hmm. employees, you know, all the good things and the bad things that mm -hmm. comes with running a company. And Julie um, just woke up one morning and, and thought, God, like, I'm, I'm just not that's not actually my career dream to be this busy or to be um to have to do of course when you run your own business you have to do all the things you like but also all the things you don't like mm -hmm. where when you apply for a job you can very specifically go for the part that really interests you mm -hmm. so she just basically came to the conclusion that she um, didn't want to be self-employed and she's a nurse today taking very good care of uh, people during operations. So uh, so her destin destiny was destined to be something else. Yeah. So she stopped and then, uh, of course, I had these moments of like, oh my God, can I do this myself? Uh, and I actually took out all of our old catalogs and sat down with a pen and went, 
okay, I have to mark up like what did I design? What what did I where what things do we have in our collections that originated in my mind? Because in school I was definitely more uh, into math, math and English and language and so on, where Julie was always creative. So of course when you have a brand where you work with innovation and design, uh, you need to make sure you're good at that. So I really had to sit down and go, okay, what have I actually designed? Uh, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's all right. Yeah, that's a lot of good things that came out of my head. Okay, okay, I'm fine. Diving a little bit more into skincare, because yes. that's right now, of course, your main focus with Karma Mayu. And yeah. I have uh, my favorite product is this, the dry brush, the yeah. famous one. Yeah. It is probably the most famous product you have, or? Yeah, it has, uh, it has some good companions that are, are, are really breaking the ground for us. The, the product Hero pH solution that we launched a few years ago now has really um, taken the market by storm because it's just healing people's skin. People with uh, dermatologically challenged skin, it's just healing up. Mm-hmm. So this is of course, um, so, so this, the dry brush doesn't stand alone, but it's a beautiful story with the dry brush. And again, within entrepreneurship, I think it's an important story because dry brushing is a many year hundred old technique that's been used, you know, different techniques to stimulate the skin, thus stimulating the nervous system, the lymphatic system and the blood circulation. And I met dry brushing at the Russian baths in New York when I was 19. Mm -hmm. And the Russian baths is this really old school, I wouldn't call it a spa because it is the baths and with with the crocodile ice cold pool and with the um, with the hot hot clay steam baths and the vodka shots and the um, beetroot soup and you know it's really traditional and I loved coming there because nobody from the fashion industry was there mm-hmm. so it was a place for me to hide mm-hmm. and uh, I loved coming on Women's Day only mm-hmm. and I really always had this feeling that all the men had gone hunting. And now the women were like back in the camp and, you know, doing the sweat huts and um, and one. And, and there was this amazing, loving environment. Everybody was uh, only wearing a towel around their waist, boobies out, you know, just as God has made us. Um, and there was this really loving uh, female energy. So one person would be like, here, try these homeopathic drops on your tongue. And another would be like, here, take this half of a grapefruit to uh, stimulate your thighs to uh, reduce cellulite. And one day a woman hands me a dry brush and says, here, you should try dry brushing. But do me a favor, only dry brush half the body so that you can feel the difference. So I did it and I remember clearly having this sensation of sitting uh, on the bench and thinking that half of my body was really alive and the other half was really still and like do me do me do me so dry brushing uh, has followed me for many many years and when i started coming new skincare uh, some years down the road i was like we have to have dry brushes in the collection but i really don't think they'll sell because people don't want any rituals to take 10 minutes or they want quick fixes they want the magic cream that will do it all in a flash. Mm-hmm. So I actually said to my sales staff, um, I'm sorry, but we're going to launch a product that won't sell. But for the integrity of the brand, and because I believe that it's 
maybe the best skincare of all that you can do, mm-hmm. I have to have them in the collection. Mm-hmm. So I've designed the box so the window is on the short side so they won't take too much shelf space. Just put two of each on the shelf because they won't mm-hmm. sell. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's such an important story in saying you have to believe in your gut feeling. You have to do the things that don't make sense sometimes. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, believe in creating a universe or a brand um, that really shows who you are. And of course, the beautiful story is that there's so many, 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 many people dry brushing and loving it and loving the ritual, both for the skin benefits, but especially also for the holistic benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, of course, a lot of talk about skin hunger. A lot of people live as singles and we're really missing the hugging and the touching. This releases oxytocins, the the hormones in the brain that makes you happy. So especially also during uh, the lockdown, during COVID-19, it was incredible to see how people really got into the bathrooms, really, uh, we really tried to encourage them to really take good care of themselves now. You know, it's like now we've been so busy for so long and running faster than the bus to try to do so many things in life. Now we're suddenly shut down in our homes and now it's all about doing our best to keep the mind healthy mm-hmm. because our nervous system is under pressure. Uh, we see the news, we're scared. I was really scared for my um, friends and my sister who are nurses. We all saw the situation, for example, in Italy. Mm-hmm. And, and how much the health authorities was under pressure, you know. So even though that you could wake up in the morning and feel fine, I really had this feeling that that in our nervous system, we were quite shocked. Mm-hmm. So we really tried to encourage people to do, to make face masks of ingredients in their kitchen. If you didn't have a dry brush, to use a towel to really vigorously brush awaken the skin and, and, and really to just seek into these Things where we know that, you know, we have the saying, uh, self-care is health care. Mm-hmm. We really believe that when you uh, treat your body with respect, uh, you calm the nervous system, which has been so important. And dry brushing became such an important, important part of this lockdown, uh, where we could just see that we had amazing communication with people about, okay, now I'm finally really doing it every day, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, you know, and my body feels amazing and it's giving me... Um, the needed energy to to say okay and after that I'm gonna go have a big glass of water and I will make sure to do a little bit of exercise today and um, make sure to get away from the computer and get some daylight into my eyes and you know really this it was uh, although the the period has of course been detrimental for a lot of people who lost their jobs and everything I really saw the beauty as well uh, in people finding back into their core of self-care yeah for sure yeah. yeah it's so interesting how sometimes when you change one thing like starting to dry brush a lot of other things yeah. start to happening as well or you want to improve them as well and so but isn't life so weird like that like you overeat for dinner and then you think i may as well also uh, yeah. empty a bucket of ice cream oh god yeah it's, it's, it's so bizarre <laughs> yeah. it's almost yeah. like it's a road that you walk down mm-hmm. and you it's difficult to turn around and go back mm-hmm. and then this the same thing happens with the healthy things that we do mm-hmm. is that they for some reason encourage us to do more healthy things mm-hmm. um, and for me all that healthy stuff i'm so happy because all the years i worked as a model my weight was a constant 
focus. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, especially for Fashion Week in Paris, for example, you really need to be a stick. Mm -hmm. um, so although I look today as I did when I was 16 living at my mom's house, uh, pretty much, uh, the skin has changed a little and all of that, but, but size-wise, this is just my genes. This is who I am if I treat my body uh, with some respect. Um, but still, for those 10 years, I, it really made my head dizzy because everybody was always talking about the next new diet, the next new this, the next new that. Um, and I'm so happy, happy, happy because I was actually afraid that I would never get a normal and natural relationship to food as, again. Mm -hmm. When I decided to stop as a model when I was six, uh, 26, um, I decided, okay, I have to leave my body alone now. I have to throw out the, the scale that I, to, to measure my body weight. Uh, I have to stop reading on the box the calories. I have to stop. Mm -hmm. Then I became pregnant. And then even more, I was like, I'll just wait and see what happens. And I gained 22 kilos and I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> and then, of course, I had my beautiful baby Felina. And um, I had to go back to work straight away, of course, as a self-employed there's no maternity leave and within no time my body was back to normal and i'm very very grateful today that when i talk about healthy food um, i do it to give my organs and my brain the needed uh, nutrients to be happy if i exercise i do it because i'm hypermobile and i need to strengthen the muscles around my joints i don't do it to burn calories you know so that it's such a beautiful journey if we can get away from the weight thing, because the more we think about weight, it seems the more of a yo-yo uh, weight people tend to have. Mm -hmm. And the more we stabilize the mind, it really seems that uh, we find out what is actually my natural body state. Mm -hmm. oh, and it's such a release for the brain to not have to think about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's really, really good to hear. Um, and uh, in your daily life what would you say what are fixed self-care routines you do to maintain also that intuitivity with your body well i love to start the morning with what i uh, years ago started calling cr a crazy smoothie mm -hmm. and a crazy smoothie for me is where you just fill up the blender with everything healthy and press start mm -hmm. so there's no recipe or no major desire for uh an incredibly ta well-tasting sweet smoothie. You know, I, I can drink the weirdest smoothies and so can my family because we've just gotten used to them. So on Kamameo, um, uh, the website, we have a big blog universe, which is really surrounding all the natural health elements. So there's also parts about skincare, but it's really got a lot to do as well with um, yeah, sleeping, breathing and also, we have a big smoothie universe because so many other people have really started um, saying, okay, I'm going to start my morning with a smoothie full of fruit and vegetables and seeds and nuts and oils and uh, bee pollen and spirulina and all these amazing things you can put in there. So start the morning most days with my smoothie and my coffee. And mm -hmm. I, I need my coffee to get out of bed. It's like uh, my whole reason for getting out of bed. <laughs> Um, and then I'll have some sort of routine at the bathroom, depending on how much time I have. But definitely I will uh, grab the dry brushes. Someday I do a longer brushing. If I have good time, I'll really sit and enjoy it. If I have a shorter time, I'll just do my hips and thighs mm -hmm. uh, in the battle against the cellulite. Mm -hmm. 
uh, dry brushing has uh, now been um, tested in England at a university in a big study um, for the effects against cellulite and the results were amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, within only five weeks, it reduced the, the participants' cellulite with 26% wow. on average. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot yeah. in five weeks. Yeah. So I'll always do my hips and my bum. Yeah. Uh, and I'll uh, hopefully also have time to do the face brush. Is uh, that, um, with the face brush, I have to admit, I'm a bit hesitant yeah. because I'm worried that it's too harsh. No, but it's no. quite soft. Okay. It's actually all about the technique okay. and it, brushing should never hurt. So again, you're just stimulating the face to wake up. You're stimulating the very, very important lymphatic flow. Our lymphatic system, it's very easy to, or a nice comparison is an aquarium and the lymphatic system is the pump. So if the pump within the aquarium malfunctions, you know the water gets stale and plummy. And it's very much the same with the liquids under your skin. Mm -hmm. So actually you just want to stimulate a good lymphatic flow in the skin. Um, And then we call it a mini facelift. So you should definitely never worry that it's too harsh on the skin. On the contrary, it's just like a great little workout uh, for the skin. Mm not uh, too different than facial yoga yes what, yeah what is facial yoga? we were just talking about that in the beginning before i started recording and i was already like i want to try it yeah it? so facial yoga is not too different than yoga for the body mm-hmm. i would I, i could also actually call it a little bit like facial pilates because you do definitely not only stretch you also um, strengthen the muscles And a lot of our muscles just generally degenerate the older we get, the more birthdays we've had. Mm. And I would love to get into a daily routine of face yoga, which I have not yet. But this is again, there's a lot of different things you can do. But face yoga is where literally you have these different techniques of how you hold your face, for example, like this. And then you uh, contract the muscles in the other way. And in the beginning, you, it almost makes you dizzy and because you can really feel, especially, for example, the muscles around the eyes, mm-hmm. they're very understimulated because we're so much on the computer. So strengthening the muscles around the eyes just tightens out the skin. And um, yeah, there's, uh, there's a girl called Nikki. Uh, I sh- I'll send you a link to her. She's yeah. just really interesting to follow. And the before after pictures that you see on a, a lot of the people that really do it yeah. regularly is quite incredible. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 uh, exercises exactly like in yoga. You do the downward facing dog. Yeah. Uh, often the face you have a different some different exercises that you do for the face. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And if you would have to say three things to do for your skin daily if you would have to narrow it down like what are the three most important well definitely stay hydrated Mm -hmm. you know it's very easy on your kitchen table to put a raisin and a grape Mm -hmm. you know and then every time you walk by you just think how you want your organs to be Mm -hmm. whether they should be a raisin or a grape and especially your skin Mm -hmm. Uh, the skin is our biggest organ but uh, the Uh, essential organs like the heart, the liver, the kidneys, etc., they will steal water from the skin if they are dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So if you need hydration within your body, the, the skin is actually last in line. So a hydrated lifestyle is so essential for a happy body, also for reducing salt and sugar cravings, headaches, uh, bad mood, 
you know, it's it's quite terrifying actually what a dehydrated state of mind, uh, state of body, does. So, I would say that skincare essential number one is to stay hydrated to to obtain good hydration, and really good hydration can also be just eating a whole cucumber. There's a lot of interesting studies going on whether we actually maybe uh, hold the liquid from a cucumber or a melon or something like this better than just tap water. So, and it's an easy snack during the day, eat a cucumber, you know, it stimulates that eating desire that many of us has mm -hmm. regularly. Um, and then going back to looking at the skin as leather, you need to, from the outside, really keep it, again, hydrated with good moisturizers, stimulated uh, with good active ingredients, and supple, I think, with oils. I really believe in uh, oils and the skin. And if you don't have a specifically made um, face oil, then just take some drops of olive oil from the kitchen, give your skin a really good face massage. So stimulating the skin, you know, when I look at my daughters, they are young and their skin is in, in impeccable condition. And then, you know, already from, I think, age 25, it just goes downhill. Mm -hmm. So keeping the skin active. I think um, is actually one of the essential parts also with good elements like massage. A lot of the wrinkles we get are from the way that we use our face. Mm -hmm. So then when you get the 11, number 11 between the brows, mm -hmm. it's because you've done that so many times. Mm -hmm. So if you contact that by really starting to also, when you massage, for example, the area between the eyebrows, it's also a message to your brain about stopping doing that mm -hmm. specific contraction. Mm -hmm. So, or for example, all the years where I had small children, I would always hang in one hip mm -hmm. and carry um, them on my right hip. Mm -hmm. uh, so you'd kind of shoot it out to the side. And this means that you get an imbalance in your parallels in your body, mm -hmm. which is why yoga is so good to regain the parallels. Mm -hmm. um, and in the same way in the face, when we massage the face, we uh, stop doing that like pull of the mouth, for example, and in the left jaw or we, we have all these habits so for example when you give yourself a facial massage and uh, you really relax the muscles and relax the tension in your face for the face to get back down in a relaxed mm -hmm. state mm -hmm. so uh, moisture and, and you know moisture moisturize and cleanse and activate mm -hmm. would be like the three elements and you can do that with a lot of different products with your own fingers, with the olive oil from the kitchen. It doesn't have to be expensive and fancy. Mm -hmm. Of course, I love working with ingredients and it's incredible what ingredients we have to work with in, uh, in skincare. Although I work uh, under the uh, pure natural uh, active um, focus, then within the green beauty, we have so many more ingredients today to work with than we did just 10 years ago when mm -hmm. I started the range. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just one note also on the face massage, it then has also the double effect to stimulate the brain, right? And to um, get these endorphins or yes. the, the oxytoxins. Yes. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And my sister, she's a nurse and she told me one day, like, if you're sad, if you stroke your skin, like on the arm, like a good friend mm -hmm. would stroke you and say, uh -huh. it's going to be all right. The brain doesn't actually know it's yourself stroking you. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so being kind to the body, uh, It's, and, and that's it all comes down to that for me in the end like we have a life uh, it may be long or it may be short I really hope the day that I have to leave this world that I'll think god I made the best of it mm 
And I know that making the best of it is making sure that my mind is in a good state. Um, so many of the things I do, I really do them um, to give my body the best circumstances to have a great time. Mm, yeah. And that's a nice focus rather than, oh, I ate that whole ice cream last night. Now I need to work out today to burn the calories. Uh, 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 uh. You know, it becomes this negative um, infinity symbol. Mm -hmm. Where you just go from negative to negative to negative, you know. So really trying to say, okay, but now for a month, I'm going to try to just do things for me. So when I do my yoga practice, I do it uh, to connect with my body and to uh, lengthen the lengthen me and to stretch me out and to uh, also just give that space to my brain. Mm -hmm. Or But really try to change the path. Another thing that I'm, I'm really concerned about especially amongst the young women is the way that we talk to ourselves. you know when you meet your mirror in the morning very rarely uh, do I meet people or myself who will wake up and say hey gorgeous uh, you look great today mm. on the contrary we're quite terrible at like oh your hair is greasy oh you look fat oh you're too thin oh you're this you know like we're we're hard criticizers of ourselves and this is also something we can train. So, to, so for example, to decide like every day I'm going to say one really positive thing to myself mm -hmm. when I meet myself in the mirror in the morning. Mm -hmm. And it can be, it's really difficult, mm -hmm. you know, and it may even make you laugh, which would be a really positive side effect. Mm -hmm. but, but to actually train to change the pattern of thought, to unfollow the people on social media that gives us a bad feeling about like oh well i can't afford a holiday that expensive or oh but i don't have the time to you know really really to try to uh, create some surroundings around ourselves where it's easier to find um, some mm. calm happiness in a way yeah, yeah i really love that so true um i my acupuncturist because i'm currently um just once in a while i go to acupuncture to balance my hormones because i brilliant the, breath control pill and didn't get my period for so long and my balance were just out of whack so I started going to acupuncture and she actually wrote me a little note where she wrote like you're beautiful from the inside out to for me put on the mirror so yeah. that I can like read it every morning yeah and that makes such a difference yeah. and I think that's also super nice if you actually also have someone who would write it for you to yeah to see of course it's nice to do it for you like yourself both is well, great yeah yeah both. Well, and also I, I, I really like we're sitting here in my home and everything in here has a meaning. So if there's a little stone lying here on the table, mm -hmm. it has a story about a beach where I had a great day or, you know, so I think that all the symbols um, we make for ourselves to remind ourselves of good and positive things, uh, they're actually really, really useful. Like that little sign on your mirror every day reminds you of, of a good path. That you want to walk down you would have never put it up on the mirror if you didn't have the intention from the beginning that you want it to be a good day mm -hmm. so all the little messages we can make for ourselves to make sure that it becomes a good day i think i have one last question that i always love to ask um in the end um you also mentioned you love to learn new things and just develop your mind and so so could you tell what are your most favorite books any genre that you've read so far in your life that really like, impacted mm. you in some way? Well, well, well. This this thing, favorite, 
I have such a difficult time with because favorite within what genre then or within um, so I really don't have like one book books have just been my travel companions uh, when I worked as a model we didn't have mobile telephones we didn't have computers uh, and I was always reading um, um, Stephen King and you know all these uh, crazy stories in a way to to just go into other worlds, you know, and often the places that I lived in, we didn't even have a TV. Um, so uh, that was one era of life today. I'm more going back actually into some of my old books right now. I'm reading um, The Unbearable Lightness of Being, if mm-hmm. you ever read that book, no. um, which is just a, a beautiful and well, well written story. Thank I've you. loved um, Milan Kondera. Okay. Uh, I loved The Alchemist. That's mm-hmm. maybe one of the books that I really, really remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a long period of reading books that um, maybe more developed my spiritual. In, back in those days when I was working as a model, that there were sections at the airport called self-help books. Mm-hmm. They're not called that anymore. No. But, um, but The Alchemist uh, is uh, another great book. But... But uh, maybe uh, I prefer my favorite book to be the next book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the stuff that I haven't discovered yet. Yeah, yeah, that's super nice. Yeah. Well, I'm really so grateful that you took the time. I felt this was really inspiring, very mm-hmm. insightful. So many tips. I really want to try the face dry brush. Yes. I'm going to put the links also. I can, can I ask one more question? What would you say is currently your favorite camomile product oh favorite again it's my children how can i choose amongst my children um well right now my my heart really goes out to the sun range Mm -hmm. that we launched in march Uh, camomile sun and this has been the biggest struggle ever of my product development journey Uh, because we wanted to work with only the sun filters that are the physical Mm -hmm. filters, also called the mineral filters. You can also work with chemical filters on nano. They are an absolute no-go for me to offer to the customers, but also for my children to use. So, But the problem with the physical filters is that they're sticky and they make you white. Mm. So the the challenge of trying to uh, avoid that making them transparent without the use of silicone, making them non-sticky, took three years. And I was so close to giving up so many times. We finally launched the range in March and uh, it's just been such a great summer to see how it really had its place in the marketplace. And so many consumers have just been so, so happy because they've had the same belief as me that we should only use the mineral filters or the physical filters. Um, but I've had the same struggle as me, like I couldn't get my kids to use them because they were so annoying and they didn't want to look like little white ghosts on the beach. Um, mm. So so right now, although it, there is no favorites amongst my product children, <laughs> I'd say that I'm, I'm so grateful that, that this um, really came to fruition and, and happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I could really also invite people to go onto the website. Um, on camomio.com or camomio.dk to visit the blog mm-hmm. universe because there's so many good articles in there. There's so much inspiration to find in terms of um, yeah, 
really treating yourself with a lot of self-care. Do you also ship worldwide? Uh, most places, yeah. Okay. okay. Most places. I have some listeners in the US as well. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately we don't okay. ship to the no. US because okay. the FDA regulations are very different to the uh, European yeah. regulations and it's a, a little bit of a massive struggle to okay. actually have the products approved for sale there. Mm-hmm. So with such a big, big, big European market around us, mm-hmm. It's possible to buy the dry brushes mm-hmm. in uh, America. Okay. So uh, this is a, a very good starting point okay. for you girls and guys over there. <laughs> yeah, and, and just sending a lot of love out to all of you guys uh, listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm happy that I had a chance to have a talk with you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Can't you. Take care, everybody. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure, as Meta said, you can check out the website karmameyu.com because there are a lot of super interesting articles also on the dry brushing if you're more interested into that. I'm so proud of myself because I really got motivated after the interview to use my dry brush regularly before going into the shower and I'm really interested to see the results or if I can see any difference. I'll definitely keep you in the loop. But for now, I can only remind you again to join for the yoga before work on yoga by Nicole underscore on Instagram. And of course, you would do me a huge favor if you would write me a review on Apple Podcast and if you subscribe to my podcast. And I would love to hear from you. I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or your evening and namaste.